This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. This is episode 143, part one, folks, part one. I hope everyone is doing great. I had to take yesterday off because a property popped up on our radar out in the middle of West Virginia, folks. It's on about seven acres, partially wooded at the base of a mountain. The rest of the land is cleared. Several outbuildings, including a barn, uh, stables for horses, fenced-in areas for goats. It's fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. It's got a small house on it, a couple thousand square feet. That could always be updated later, but it's the outbuildings, and it's unrestricted land meaning you could do whatever the hell you want on it and the price is phenomenal so we had to do some research on that obviously the biggest thing we're dealing with (laughs) because i still am gonna have to live one foot in the matrix uh and so is my wife because she works remotely is the internet so in a lot of these really rural areas you know you're not wired up to the internet So you have to look at satellite internet, and satellite internet is not great. Now, for my wife's work, she could get away with it. Uh, But for me, to continue producing the podcast and be able to do the live streaming and some of the high-end documentary stuff we want to work on, I'm going to need internet. So that's kind of the balance between living out in the middle of nowhere around no one and then still being able to work remotely. Now, one of the options we're looking at is the ability to have an office or something in a nearby town you know or small small city i mean they're not really cities out there where we could go to an office and work on our stuff but then that's added cost it's not a retail location we don't have people coming in and out so it's added cost just to be able to have a space for internet so i'm looking into satellite internet options if you guys know anything about satellite internet 
I researched it years ago and just started again yesterday. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to be too much of an issue with the speed as far as being able to uh, upload even live stream videos once we start doing stuff on the website and on YouTube. doesn't seem to be an issue, but it's the monthly cap on the data that seems to be an issue. So I've got to call the satellite company back again this afternoon and see what the additional cost would be, which is fine. You just want to know ahead of time. But the price on the property is phenomenal. And to be honest, if you had someone who wanted to house a couple of uh, horses in the barn area uh, that's all fenced in, you could bring in uh, about four or $500 a month on that. And then this place happens to be situated within an hour of several hiking mountain tourist attractions. So it looks like Airbnbs in that area. Low end go for 150 a night. High end in uh, hiking season go for about 300 a night. So even if you were only making 150 a night on the weekends, an extra 1200 a month. So 1200 plus the uh, let's say it's about 500. So it'd be 1700, and that more than covers the mortgage if you're going to get a mortgage on this property. And so uh, you could start to monetize that land. And there's a barn with a loft in it that's pretty nice and you could already turn that into uh, an airbnb setup and again you could do anything on that land so you could have a big bonfire pit do some really cool stuff there which is my goal eventually is to monetize the land and be able to uh, have people over there when you want to build the mini farm have goats make it like a little airbnb type attraction Um, so we had to stop yesterday to look into that and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get something like this done soon because i want to turn that into part of the show as we start to build out the homestead it'll become part of the the video version of this show and then uh, ultimately over the next few years we want to get the rv and then be able to take willie g on a six month to one year trip around the united states and then we're going to do a six month to one year trip around europe that'll be the beginning of his homeschool and then film that whole journey uh introduce him to all different types of people around the uh, country hunters and butchers and everything it's going to be fantastic and then maybe be able to build that into some sort of a homeschool curriculum so we're trying to put all that together actually a couple of people we met through the midwifery service that we use for the home birth they are like a couple of hippies the husband looks like shaggy from scooby-doo and the wife is uh looks like she's out of the movie willow and they actually have a few acres out in west virginia and they have an old school bus that they turned into an rv they have six dogs and their little baby he's about eight months now i think and they travel all around the country as nomads and they've actually been built up a business off their instagram account so they sell all kinds of hippie clothing and everything else and then they get sponsorships off the instagram account so they travel around the country interesting uh interesting couple but they're free uh living in nature traveling all over the place and so we're trying to uh, put something like that together that ultimately what we'd like to be able to do so travel and then go back to the homestead so we'll keep you posted as uh, as that unfolds, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to go 
for a hike this afternoon. That would be this Saturday afternoon. I'm recording in the morning here, Saturday. And we're going to take Willie G out on a hike. So that's going to be a lot of fun, folks. Connect to nature. Leave the cell phones at home. All right, today we're going to get back to this Ted Kaczynski sort of research expose that we are doing here at the Dustin Gold Standard. I don't know, eventually I might build out some sort of documentary on this. I have uh, Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine Podcast on Fridays, and Wide Awake Jim coming on together soon. We're going to be doing some wargaming and strategy over a possible documentary aimed at young kids to wake him up to the dangers of technocracy i'm also eyeing doing a documentary on peter thiel who i think is one of the most dangerous technocratic transhumanist government oligarchs alive today i've been doing more research into thiel over the last couple of days and i found so much stuff folks i mean we've covered him a lot here but it goes deeper and deeper and deeper all the different companies and the projects he's involved with i even was successful in opening up my father's eyes yesterday the fox news conservative to peter thiel and the dangers of uh, of peter thiel and his connections my father was pretty blown away by all the research that i sent to him last night so we're looking at uh, maybe working on some documentaries over the next year i've got to find uh, some sort of a sugar daddy who might be interested in funding some of these because they involve a lot of work and a lot of time even in the beginning if we use a lot of existing footage we still have to write them do the research i can do all the editing i work in adobe premiere and the adobe suite of products i've been doing video editing for 17 years really honestly i learned how uh 35 years ago my mother used to run a cable access department inside of a small cable company that was eventually bought by comcast so i grew up sitting there on an old vhs to vhs editing deck uh, making movies when I was a kid. And then um, eventually when I was in my 20s, I got back into video editing. So I've been doing that for many years. Uh, I'd like to tackle these projects. I think I could make some pretty damn good documentaries and open people's eyes to this stuff. But it all costs money. It all takes a lot of time. And if I'm working on that, I can't take side projects in my creative consulting business. And so I'd have to make it up on the other end somehow, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll work that out. We'll wargame some of this with Maria Albanese and Wide Awake Jim. Also, tomorrow we're going to be doing an interview with Dana from the pain.tv slash gold community. He wants to come on and fill in some of the blanks uh, that, that Dan Golvach, who I had on as a guest, and Mark, who's a member of pain.tv slash gold, they came on, they talked about the Bible, uh, Revelation, End Times, Antichrist. So we're going to have Dana on tomorrow, Sunday, to fill in some of the blanks as he's been studying theology for over 40 years. It's something I'm interested in, working this stuff in and out in between episodes so we'll be doing that and then wide awake jim said he's planning his next uh business trip that he's got to go on for his oil and gas royalties business and so he's going to then schedule to come on three days in a row while he's on the road and continue reviewing the research he's done into the bank for international settlements and all the books he's been reading including earth brokers where he sent over some really amazing information i'm not going to get into that because i want to leave it to uh to him 
to actually discuss when he is uh, here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, a couple quick things uh, before we pop back into the Wikipedia review and wrap that up of Ted Kaczynski and then get into this Atlantic article. One of the things that came up uh, in our research here during the last show, episode 142, we saw in this Washington Post piece, if you remember, we reviewed the four original articles that came out in 1995 around the time that Kaczynski supposedly mailed the 35,000-word paper, Industrial Society, its future, to the Washington Post. And we found four articles published around that time where the Washington Post and the New York Times were working together along with the FBI on whether or not to publish the manifesto. Now, I just want to bring this up. Um, So we know, because I don't think I stressed this enough during the last show, the New York Times and the Washington Post were huge back in 1995. They were coordinating with the FBI, with the government, uh, when to strategically release the manifesto, right, and using it to supposedly help catch Ted Kaczynski. Well, if the media, and it's supposed to be independent, right, is coordinating with the government on this, how do you know that everything you're reading isn't coordinated with the government i mean seriously it's an honest question and you have to say to yourself when you have folks that sit around and watch tv all day and they get their information from say fox news from tucker carlson people do know that the tv networks are licensed by the government the government could pull their licenses all right so how much information do you truly believe Uh, that goes on TV that's allowed to be on TV is going to hurt the state when the state licenses the networks to actually be on TV. They could pull their license if they're really going to hurt the state. I I mean, seriously, folks, think about it. It's common sense. And nothing gets on TV unless it clears the producers who then answer to the heads of the network, who then answer to the uh, people above them, right? The shareholders, the board of directors, whatever it may be. They don't just turn on a camera. Tucker Carlson comes on and says whatever he wants. Everything is pre-written, submitted, and, um, and vetted, all right? And it's approved. Well, I used to be in and out of the Fox News building quite a bit back between 2009 and 2013. I had the comedy production business and we had all of those political impersonators and my barack obama at the time was on mike huckabee show a lot and huckabee was on saturdays on fox news so we used to be in new york city almost every other weekend and i would get to sit in the control room and i saw how things were produced and i saw the floor producer talking to the control room producer talking to the main producer via satellite and everything that huckabee said was approved it was all rehearsed before they turned the camera on we used to work with john stossel as well same thing And if they're recording, and it's not live, everything is pre-taped, sometimes an hour before, but nothing is actually live. 
it's pre-taped and they can actually speak right into let's say john stossel's ear and they'll be telling him to cut off a guest cut him off cut him off cut him off because they don't want to go back and edit they shoot what's called live to tape which is really what i do here so i'm recording live producing it live you see the graphics change on the screen i'm doing that live it's recording live to tape i mean in this case it's recording to the computer and then I don't have to really edit anything except maybe I change audio levels. If I make a major mistake, I'll edit it out. But for the most part, they don't want to edit. So they go live to tape. And so they want Stossel or Huckabee or Tucker or whoever it may be to answer to the producer. That's why they're just talking heads. They're taking directions from the producer and they're reading a teleprompter. All right. And that's how it works even for news. So the news is controlled uh, by the government through the license the government grants them to be on television to own a channel. And people think that the news is going to give them information that's going to hurt the government. No, folks, it's all controlled. That's without even getting into um GEC, the Global Engagement Center, which Maria Albanese has talked about, uh, before we even get into the Smith-Munt Act and repeal of such, government propaganda, CIA propaganda, before we even get into that, the news networks are licensed by the government. So you're not going to see anything on TV that's truly going to hurt the government. That would not be allowed to happen, ladies and gentlemen. We are not licensed by the government folks i'll be right back we're going to jump right back into this ted kaczynski stuff i want to show you a couple of things real fast that we picked up uh after we did the last show episode 142 i'll be right back this is dust to gold with the dust and gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, one other thing quick. Because I had some people reaching out to me on social media about Wide Awake Jim's company that does the oil and gas royalties investments. If you're interested, just email me, Dustin Gold, at me at DustinGoldShow.com, and I'll give you Jim's cell phone number and his business email. The reason why he doesn't put out his full name on this show, because it's public. On, on pain.tv slash gold and the private stuff, he'll do it, but he just doesn't want to get bombarded with a bunch of sales calls all at one time. So if you email me, me at DustinGoldShow.com, I'll give you his business email and phone number. He said I could do that, and then he can just send you over information on the uh, investments that he's currently working on. I I talked to him yesterday about the upcoming shows, and I asked him because I said people are reaching out, and he said they've got a new website they're going to be launching that has a private login so you can get behind sort of the front page of the site that has a bunch of information on the investments that they're doing. He doesn't like to publish it because he doesn't want competitors seeing 
exactly what he's uh, he's doing there with his business partner. So um, just email me, me at DustinGoldShow.com, and I'll get you that information if you're interested, because I know some people wanted some more information on that. They're also working on a new uh, presentation on the new uh, property that they're in the process of securing because uh, the last one I, I got a hold of the last investment documents because my uh, wife and some of my family members and stuff were interested in investing and unfortunately well fortunately for Jim unfortunately for some of the people I know that one sold out so him and his partner now in the process of putting another deal together and uh, he'll have that information soon all right let me show you this real quick um, and then the reason why I mentioned that is because Jim has spent a lot of his time here. He's put in so much time reading through over 3000 pages and documents, and he's been on the show nine times. So I like to help out people that are guests if, um, they're trying to promote their business as well. I have no problem uh, doing that because they've dedicated a lot of time to this show so I can return the favor. All right. Um, so this is the Washington post dot com article from june 30th 1995 which was paper a sales industrial technological system so remember this is a year before they uh, catch kaczynski but it was interesting because this is the original print of the article and it had said in here in general the manifesto appears to favor a return to a state of human society similar to that of the noble savage envisioned by 18th century social uh, theoreticians. And it said, quote, we attribute the social and psychological problems of modern society, end quote, the document says, quote, to the fact that, and then in brackets, modern comma technocratic, end bracket, society requires people to live under conditions radically different from those under which the human race evolved and to believe in ways that conflict with the patterns of behavior that the human race developed, end quote. Well, I brought up when we were reviewing this in episode 142, and I had searched this uh, over a break, that in industrial society's future i remember specifically that they he did not use kaczynski did not use the term technocratic or technocracy so someone in 1995 who wrote this for the washington post and unfortunately this is not credited to a writer this was just credited to the washington post staff okay went and obviously knew the term technocratic or technocracy not not that you wouldn't know this in 95 but someone obviously did research and they inserted this themselves and i'm just going to show you because i want to prove it to you this is the original text here of uh industrial society its future and that quote comes from paragraph 46 and it says we attribute the social and psychological problems of modern society to the fact that society requires people to live under conditions radically different from those under which the human race evolved and to behave in ways that conflict with the patterns of behavior that the human race developed while living under the earlier conditions nowhere in here i'll show you one more time they stuck in to the fact that and they put in modern technocratic society. Well, and here it says, um, 
to be uh, in ways to look okay so in here when you're looking to the fact that society requires this is from the original to the fact that society requires people to live under conditions well the washington post took it upon themselves to put into the fact that modern technocratic society now not not that this is like some huge revelation but i find it to be interesting that the washington post at the time that they're deciding whether or not to publish the paper end up sticking in modern technocratic society who did that why did they do that who was studying technocracy at the time it really wasn't on people's radar in 1995 i i just find that to be really interesting i'm going to poke around uh, more in this i'm going to see if there's actually an author somewhere that is credited with writing this i want to know why someone went and stuck this in when in kaczynski's paper he never mentions technocratic or technocracy he calls it the industrial technological system as we pointed out all right let's return back to this wikipedia stuff as you know i'm just laying out the official narrative here we went through the fbi official narrative we've gone through the washington post articles and now we're finishing up on wikipedia as i said um, as far as official narrative goes all this stuff on wikipedia checks out now we're going to go to this atlantic article and then that's going to lead us into research into henry murray who was the professor at Harvard that tampered with Kaczynski's brain. And I want to show you the connections that Henry Murray had to the CIA and the precursor, the OSS, and then show you this 565-page document developed by Henry Murray. He was actually in charge of it. I've been reading from it over the last couple of days. It's fascinating because it's called a assessment of men, if you want to take a look at it. And Murray was put in charge of assessing possible recruits to OSS, intelligence officers. And so they developed this testing that they were running out of the CIA's farm, and then it spread to different bases, base camps around the world. And they still utilize these techniques today, now in the corporate world, to help select managers. But they put people under high-stress tests and teach them how to lie, teach them how to have cover stories. I mean, mind-blowing stuff. And then this guy, Henry Murray, was also overseeing Timothy Leary's LSD experiments at harvard university and we know that timothy leary supposedly didn't know this but he was getting lsd from sydney gottlieb who was running mk ultra and so i'm tying those pieces together and i'm also able to show that at the same time that the uh har that harvard was running these experiments these brain control mind control experiments under henry murray Harvard was getting secret money from CIA funneled through what they called conduit uh, organizations and conduit companies. These were shell companies being set up by the CIA and or they were funneling money through places like the Ford Foundation in the Harvard. This all came out in the 1970s. Well, we know at the same time, based on our 
our uh, past shows on MK Ultra that Sidney Gottlieb, the chief chemist for the CIA running MK Ultra, under the direction of Alan Dulles, who was the head of the CIA, was actually allowed to set up bogus organizations and funnel money into institutions, universities, and prisons to run MK Ultra mind control experiments. So I'm kind of connecting all this together. I don't see anyone who's actually put all the pieces together, but they're all out there. You just have to be able to connect them, and I think we have such a great body of research now here uh, going in 143 episodes of Dustin Goldstein we're actually able to start to connect some dots that other people have missed all right folks let's talk about uh the arrest and it says here at wikipedia the fbi agents arrested an unkempt kaczynski at his cabin on april 3rd 1996 a search revealed a cache of bomb components forty thousand handwritten journal pages that included bomb making experiments descriptions of the unabomber crimes and one live bomb they also found what appeared to be the original type manuscript of industrial society in its future by this point, the Unabomber had been the target of the most expensive investigation in FBI history at the time. A 2000 report by the United States Commission on the Advancement of Federal Law Enforcement stated that the task force had spent over $50 million throughout the course of the investigation. $50 million. Back in 19, uh, it was 19, mid-1970s to mid-1990s. After his capture... Theories emerged Kaczynski as the Zodiac Killer, who murdered five people in Northern California from 1968 to 1969. Among the links that raised suspicion was that Kaczynski lived in the San Francisco Bay Area from 1967 to 1969, the same period that most of the Zodiac's confirmed killings occurred in California. That both individuals were highly intelligent with an interest in bombs and codes, and that both wrote letters to newspapers demanding the publication of their works with the threat of continued violence in the demand, if the demand was not met. Yet Kaczynski's whereabouts could not be verified for all of the killings. Since the gun and knife murders committed by the Zodiac killer differed from Kaczynski's bombings, authorities did not pursue him as a suspect. Robert Graysmith, author of the 1986 book Zodiac, said the similarities are fascinating, but purely coincidental. The early hunt for the Unabomber portrayed a perpetrator far different from the eventual suspect. Kaczynski consistently uses we and our throughout industrial society in its future. And you guys know this. He also credits FC, which is his organization, whether there were more people or just him, no one really knows, called Freedom Club FC, which I, I'd love to make Freedom Club t-shirts one day. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't want to tie ourselves to all these bombings, folks. Goes on to say, at one point in 1993, investigators saw an individual whose first name was Nathan because the name was imprinted on the envelope of a letter sent to the media. When authorities presented the case to the public, they denied that there was ever anyone other than Kaczynski involved in the crimes. And then when we get back, folks, we're going to get into the guilty plea. Now, again, we're just laying the foundation of the official narrative. So as we dig deeper, we'll start to find inconsistencies or discrepancies in the story. 
I'm not 100% sure where we're going to go with this. I'm just doing this real-time investigative piece on the information that's out there. It just fascinates me because I want to I want to understand the mind of the man behind the paper. Now, the paper, as we said, Industrial Society is Future, really did predict where we are today. It really did try to warn humans of the dangers of technocracy, the dangers of transhumanism. He talks about genetic modification, and he really talks about the technocratic system destroying nature and destroying humanity. Um, but then you have all of these bombings, these murders. I mean, he murdered three, injured over 20, but these bombings attached to it. And so what I'm trying to figure out here, folks, I mean, the honest question is, did Kaczynski's uh, bombings and who he was and the fact that this paper is attached to what they would call a crazy person, did it tarnish the message of industrial society its future did kaczynski play a part whether intentionally or not in preventing a revolution against the technocratic system i find it interesting that at the same time that this occurred in 95 the manifesto being sent to the new york times and the washington post what was also going on is there's a series of books that were being published this book in 1995 by anthony sutton that we're going to review here exposing the federal reserve banking system and the central banks this book that jim is reading called earth brokers published in 1994 that exposed the entire scam around the environmental uh, fake green grift climate change schemes scams and hustles uh, all these books were starting to come to light and then boom this paper is published trying to tear down the industrial technological system technocracy and expose it all and just as people might be getting interested in the idea of returning to wild nature doom it's attached to a murderous bomber how convenient is that folks how convenient is that we may never get the answers right because we can only go through what is available to us but i find it to be fascinating that all of a sudden this work is published that's right in line with all these other books coming out around the same time really exposing the whole system the whole play the whole scheme the whole scam and then it's attached to what looks like a homeless guy who has all of these bombings and murders and uh and crimes attached to him i don't know we'll figure it out we'll go as far as we possibly can with this ladies and gentlemen i've gone as far as i can right now i'll be back right after this short commercial break my name is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 